When I attempted to study computer science at university, I had no idea what to expect. The field was dominated by more men than women which in itself was intimidating. I got the chance to interact with Stefan Woolley Jr. who was a senior studying computer science in the university by then. Yeah, he's brilliant and had an experience in the course. He encouraged me to put my utmost best in the study and inspired me to excel. Today Stefan is a lecturer at Ishizu University, Ghana, one of the leading private universities in the country and holds a PhD in ICT, Big Data. Dr. Stefan Woolley Jr. is also an entrepreneur, the CEO of Mpantu Technologies, provider of AI and Big Data Analytics, Chatbot, Mpantu's Payment System Services. Just to mention a few. The company has worked with Mountain Ghana and banks such as GCB, Societe General etc. Journey along with me as Dr. Stefan Woolley navigates you through how you can establish a technology business too. Dr. Stefan Woolley I am a computer enthusiast who loves to research on the African economy and the future of Africa. As an Africanist, I keep myself informed about everything Africa. Aside these, I love teaching. I started my high school education in Ghana Senior High Technical School, GSTS, Takoradi, Ghana. I studied science and proceeded to Reint University which was in partnership with the University of Cape Coast, UCC, Inova. I was part of the first batch of students in computer science when UCC introduced it. I graduated and continued with my master's degree in information systems. I went ahead to pursue a PhD in ICT management. My research was on big data, specifically artificial intelligence, AI. I am married with two kids. Stefan, can you enlighten us about your career path and what led you to becoming an entrepreneur? What has been your career journey, Dr. Stefan Woolley? I started my career as a teaching assistant, TA, at the University of Cape Coast. All I knew then was to become a TA, and had no idea of how it would be like working in a larger organization. This was until I got a recommendation through one of my lecturers about an opening at Mountain Ghana. I applied and had the job as a telecom engineer which was new. I had to school myself on telecommunication engineering and infrastructures. It was a bit cumbersome in the beginning but with zeal and determination, I got a grip on it. Indeed, it was an amazing journey. I got to appreciate all the tools we were using from companies like Nokia, Ericsson and, and Alcatel Illusions. Mountain trained me and gave me the opportunity to travel to Sweden and China to learn from Huawei Technologies. After I had gone through these learning processes, I had to find a way to merge telecommunication engineering with computer science. I realized the process of erecting a site, cell tower antenna, in a day was very manual. The team could erect a minimum of 1 to 4 and a maximum of 10 if we were many. I had to find a way to increase the number of sites. That was where I decided to write scripts to automate the process. Thankfully, the automation was successful and we were able to erect 100 to 500 sites within 15 minutes after implementation. That was how the relevance of my computer science background came to play. I infused my computer science knowledge with telecom engineering which made me enjoy my job. In Mountain, I worked with the DSS department and later moved to the OSS department. I finally moved to Huawei when Mountain decided to outsource their engineering department. I worked there for a while and then decided to follow up on my dreams of teaching and entrepreneurship. The entrepreneurship aspect was inherent in me so I needed to find a way of balancing the two. Can you explain further if you say the entrepreneurship aspect was inherent in me? As a child, 
I had the opportunity to help my mom in her restaurant business and my dad in his haulage business too. By managing these businesses, entrepreneurship was instilled in me. As I stated earlier, I love to teach too so I needed to find a way to balance the two. To be a teacher, I had to go back to school to pursue a terminal degree. I started pursuing my PhD during my employment at Huawei. In the process of achieving academic excellence, I started my first entrepreneurship business with a group of friends. Later, I moved on to start another business which became Pontu Technologies. There were tough times. When the journey got very rough and uncertain, I would sometime contemplate on quitting to securing well-paying job. There are occasions I had job offers but declined and applied to others but wasn't considered. All these moments built me up. These experiences have collectively helped in the progressive journey of Mpantu Technologies. My journey has been awesome because I am living the dream of being an entrepreneur and a lecturer at the same time. Which personality type is ideal to becoming an entrepreneur in the technology industry? I believe strongly there is no specific personality type to starting or owning a technology business. I am of the view that, once you know your strength and work on your weaknesses, you can become a successful entrepreneur. How is a typical day for you as an entrepreneur? How is a typical day for you? My morning starts with devotion. I read my emails and then prepare an itinerary for the day. At Nuan 2, I proceed with our morning team briefing before we start brainstorming and finding solutions to challenges. Continuous automation has always been my thing so I continue to find ways to proactively solve problems. I run the day-to-day -day operational activities of the business, customer satisfaction, targets and prospects. I constantly ensure we are working hard to have a competitive power with the big shots. I split my Tuesdays and Thursdays between lecturing at the Department of Computer Science at Ashizi University and Pontu Technologies. I usually spend my time with the research department at Pontu to brainstorm new innovations and trends. Friday usually wrap up my week. Business starts at 10 a.m. and closes by 4 p.m. aside the 24-7 hour team. Saturdays are dedicated to follow-ups and meeting prospective clients. Networking is very important in entrepreneurship. Admittedly, Saturdays are purely for unofficial meetings and Sundays, mainly for church service and family. What is most rewarding about being an entrepreneur? I hear people making reference to their ability to spend time with family and having time for themselves. Is this true? If your desire to be an entrepreneur is to have free time on your hands, then entrepreneurship is not for you. I do agree it comes with some sort of privilege when systems are working. That's when you could delegate team members to take charge of some aspect of the business. Till then, there is no slagging. The most rewarding part of the business is the challenges associated with the journey. The ability to prove to yourself and others that it is achievable. Most people think big data and AI can only be executed by international brands and being able to penetrate into this industry is very fulfilling. Another reward has been the ability to build G-Money for the biggest financial institution in Ghana. Especially competing with a Fortune 500 company for the said project is very satisfying. More local businesses could also gain such recognition if they lean towards determination and integrity. I'm happy when I travel down memory lane specifically knowing that others can emulate this too. Another fulfillment is the fact that we have created jobs and are contributing to the economy too. We are currently in partnership with Sumitomo Corporation, a 100-plus-year-old Japanese company. Can you recommend journals, articles or trade magazines that has helped you as an entrepreneur? My first recommendation is the Bible and the News. 
mostly online news. I surf as many contents as possible. Incorporated.com and Google News are my go-to. At a point Bloomberg Network was my movie site. I was always tuned to it. I could tell their program outline back-to-back. For personalities that inspired me, I locally admire Kofi Amoabang, the founder of UT Holdings Limited. I have never met him but he motivates me greatly. His ability to take risk, execute ambitions and his relentless courage to work is inspiring. He might have had some failures as an entrepreneur but he keeps moving forward which is motivating. As a programmer debugs when coding so is life. Another inspiration has been my dad who got me into the entrepreneurship journey. His path wasn't smooth either. There were agonies and problems, but he continued to persevere. I saw more of determination and the pursuit of happiness. This taught me the zeal I needed to succeed. Music Wizzo Lingo by Wizboy keeps me going. I work hard and party hard. Keys to becoming a successful entrepreneur Resilience is important, but having faith in God is a must because you need hope to be determined. You should be ready to go through the corn mill by learning from experiences that come along. Always have the notion that Rome was not built in a day. Utilize friends, family and those who have faith in you. For example, Franny, creative director of Sedora, has been a great support to our business, non two Technologies. She's helped us with our branding. Making good use of your network will save you time and money. Lastly, you should in turn be prepared to work for free too. Greater than as a programmer debugs when coding so is life. Dr. Stefan Moly. Greater than. Greater than tweet.